Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. I'm Kelly O'Hara, two-time World Cup champion, Olympic gold medalist, defender for the U.S. Women's National Team, and as of now, your new favorite podcast host. Join me on the Just Women's Sports Podcast as I sit down with some of the biggest names in sports to talk about the untold stories behind their success. Featuring Olympians, MVPs, world champions, and breakout stars, the Just Women's Sports Podcast tells the real story of what it's like to be a professional athlete today. Find Just Women's Sports wherever you get your podcasts. See you there. Hola. Hey guys, welcome back to the Girly Girl podcast. So you're listening to episode five. Super exciting. I can't believe we're already on episode five. This is just freaking crazy. But let's just get into the best and worst of the week. So for the best of this week, this week I got to go hiking and spent some time with friends. And I actually went with my family and then one of my close friends. And we actually went on a really long hike. I think I talked about this on my story. I don't know if I said it was long, but I think it was upwards of like six miles and none of us knew it was supposed to be six miles so that was a little unfortunate but we saw a really pretty lookout and it was just super fun to be outside and to not have to look at a screen all day i have another like part two of like a general feeling for the overall best of the week and that's that this week i have just been a bit more organized and managing my time better and if you've been listening to these episodes then you probably know that I also have a blog, so as a high school student, I'm having to manage a podcast, blog, and all my schoolwork. And I think I've actually gotten pretty good at it, gotten the hang of it. I mean, I set kind of a schedule-ish, so I know what I'm supposed to do for each day. But let me know if you want an episode about time management. You can DM me or just sign up on one of my stories or email me, whatever. All the information will be in the description, so you can check that out. And, yeah. Also, I don't know about you, but if you have a podcast, let me know if you can relate. But my mouth gets so dry. Like, I literally have a water bottle right here, but I always get so scared to drink it because I don't want anyone to hear it. But I can always edit it out. But my mouth just gets so dry, especially when I record these in the morning since I usually record these episodes on Friday morning because that day I have two study halls and don't have my first class until around 9.40, so I have around an hour and a half to get this done, which is a pretty good amount of time, so that's really good for me and super helpful. So now moving on to the worst of the week, it was definitely my calculus homework last night. So we just started learning about derivatives. Um, if you don't know what that is, it's pretty much just like the slope of one point. 
I don't, I honestly do not know why this is useful at all. Literally no idea. But it's pretty much instead of finding the slope of two points, you're finding the slope of one point, which like, why do I need to know how to do this? I don't know. Will I ever be needing to know this ever in my career or in college? Um, could be debated, but most likely no. But I don't know. I just, the homework for math, I just usually overthink things and try to make it harder than it actually is, which is hard for me because I'm very much an English person. So I'm trying to find like the meaning behind the question, even though it's just a literal math problem, which is, I, I need help with that. But I finally got it done. Once I realized I was halfway through, I was like, oh my gosh, Carmen, let's just take a break and realize that this doesn't have to be as hard as you're making it. And then I just pulled some Algebra 2 out my butt, and boom, then we were done. Super fun. And as I said, it's Friday when I'm recording this episode, but as you all know, I post on Mondays. I just like to have a few days in between to be able to have a sufficient amount of time to get my editing done. And at the beginning of this week, I felt super productive and got ahead with my schoolwork and also scheduled some future blog posts. I think this week I've written two blog posts, which I usually don't do, or at least not during the school year. Over the summer, I was writing quite a bit, but I've been just super productive and I've really been taking advantage of the free time that I have. Also this week, I've reached 400 Instagram followers. So thank you so much because that is a really big accomplishment for me. And I know it might not seem like that much to some people, but as someone who doesn't frequently use Instagram on a personal basis or has never run a business account, I think that's pretty cool, especially since none of these people that follow me are my friends, which is just, I don't know, I think it's fun that just 400 people want to listen or listen to my podcast, or at least I know that the 400 people don't actually and I'm sure people just follow me because they want to follow me back and then they're going to unfollow me but I I mean hopefully there's a few of you guys that actually listen to this I mean I don't know maybe <laughs> and also a big shout out to everybody who's been participating in the girly girl self-confidence challenge and I just want to say that I really appreciate you guys and that I hope that it's been helpful and fun I know, especially on, I think it was the third day where you had, oh, no, wait, it was the second or third day, I don't remember the exact days, but you had to say a few things kind about yourself, and I know a lot of people struggled with it, and to be honest, I did too, which I didn't really expect, and I even thought in advance about what I should say, but I had to record that story multiple times because I could not think of anything know a few girls also saying they were shocked to realize how hard it is. I think it just shows that we're not as nice to ourselves as we should be. And this challenge should still be going on Monday. I'm not really sure. I'm, as I said, I'm not the best of math and I can't do quick math in my head. I honestly don't know when I started this, but it should be coming to a close. But again, just thank you for people who are participating right now or who decided to participate in just a few days. I think that's pretty cool, and I just wanted to say thank you. And TBH didn't really know what I wanted to record this week at the beginning of the week, so I asked y'all on Instagram, 
and someone suggested to talk about friends and friendships. So here we are, but also I was kind of thinking of doing this topic too. And I also had some other ideas for the future, which include, I don't know if you'll be interested in this, but you can let me know, um, reading my middle school journal entries, which are super funny. Um, again, like I said, managing your time or how to stay organized, why you should start a podcast as a teen, and why I really don't think social media is beneficial. And those are just a few ideas I have. Who knows if they'll actually become future episodes. We'll see. But last night I just did a mega brain dump and just wrote down a bunch of stuff and created a Google Doc so I can look back on it whenever I get stuck. I did this for my blog and it really helped for a while. But then I just started coming up with just like better ideas so I didn't use it. And also tomorrow I'm going to be doing an interview with Emily from weekly talks with emily podcast which would be saturday so that would have been a few days ago for y'all that are listening on monday but i'm just super excited so make sure to stay tuned on my stories to see when that episode will be coming out and i'm not really sure what we're going to be talking about i feel like it's a 20 questions type of episode but we'll just see and i'm super excited because she's a really sweet girl and i really enjoy her podcast because hopefully my sound won't be so crappy anymore. I'm really sorry about that. I know this is better than like the computer audio, but also the thing about the phone is I feel like it picks up every sound like in your mouth. I don't know. I feel like you can hear people or at least me like making noises and it just bothers me and there's like background noise. I don't know, but I'm just I'm just really excited to start using a mic and I think it'll be really fun and I should be using it in the next episode. I think the mic is coming tonight and then also an adapter, but then I also got something else which isn't coming till Monday. So that's why I just decided I should just go ahead and record this episode without it. And before we get into like the main... Oh, and also super exciting announcement, but I finally ordered a mic. Yay! So get excited for that. Just... I don't know if that's the right word. Again, if you listen to my episodes, you I, you know I probably don't use the right vocabulary. I apologize in advance if you didn't know or if you're like grammar police or whatever. I'm sorry if it bothers you. But again, before we get into it, just don't forget to leave a review, subscribe, follow, whatever. Do all the things. And this is your reminder. Also, drink some water today. Like... I know sometimes I, I forget and just stay hydrated. Okay, so if you couldn't tell by the title of this episode, today is all about friends and friendships, specifically in high school, middle school, whatever. And I just wanted to first start out by talking about friend breakups, because personally, I feel like they can be harder than a normal breakup, because they aren't like your girlfriend or boyfriend they're a different type of breakup and for me um since I have experienced both types of breakups I just find this one a lot harder especially if this person is your best friend and when you still have to see them every day and it's also just such a weird situation that no one really talks about 
like I had never heard of like the word friend breakup before I had one with my best friend and it's often I feel more painful because you know the person better and you spend more time with them spend more time with them than anyone else and they become like your sister or something or at least this is just me talking from personal experience I'm not trying to say that your feelings aren't valid if you're sad about a girlfriend boyfriend breakup but just just keep that in mind um we all have different opinions different feelings and I'm not trying to push my views on anybody else this is just what I think and you can choose to take the advice or or not just listen and just wanted to give that quick disclaimer and get it out there but with your best friend you have so many memories together and I think that's just what makes it so much harder and I know probably if you're friends you've probably been friends longer than if you would be dating someone especially if you were like childhood friends or met in middle school or elementary school or whatever and as I said I feel like it's not talked about that much and I think this like friend breakups need to be portrayed more in books or in movies tv shows whatever because personally I didn't really feel prepared on how to handle it like I didn't know what to do it was something that I never really seen that it has some similarities and differences to like a normal breakup but mostly I think it's really different and I don't think you can treat it like a normal breakup And for me, I'm going to tell a little story about my friend breakup this past year. And the girl and I, we are friends now, but we aren't where we used to be. So I'm just going to use her name because I don't think she listens to this and we don't really have beef right now. And also, I don't want to accidentally call her something else and then accidentally slip her name in. So just why not so my friend Dahlia and I we met in eighth grade and in eighth grade we didn't really like each other she came to my school and I always felt like she was just like an intruder I was actually really I was very mean to her and we've talked about it we've laughed about it but I was not very kind to her and then freshman year we became really good friends and we went on a trip together and we spent all summer together and we became like sisters. I mean, I talked to her more than I did my own twin sister. And she was always at my house. I was always at her house and we were always hanging out. And we also didn't really hang out with other people that much. And we never really fought either. So this year in December, um, well, let me give a little bit detail about this past fall. So, in the fall, we hadn't been talking that much. We had just come from summer where we were with each other all day, every day. I was starting to get sick of her. I had to see her all day. I was with her all day. She was the only person I had been hanging out with, and it was just a lot to handle. So, we just slowly started distancing. We weren't having sleepovers anymore. We weren't really hanging out anymore. We were just seeing each other at school And she's a really good dancer, and all she would talk about was her dance, since she's super passionate about it. This would just get on my nerves. And no hate to her, I'm just trying to tell the truth, tell how I felt. 
But so then in December, we finally talked about how we had been falling apart and we both agreed that we wanted to be friends again and we hugged it out and then nothing changed. And the spring, we just avoided each other. We didn't really talk and it was just super awkward and we didn't end up talking or hanging out until the summer, which is kind of crazy. And in the summer, she reached out to me at the beginning, like in June or something, saying that we needed to talk and that we needed to work out what had been happening this past year. And I totally agreed. But to be honest, I was super nervous and I was trying to find a way out of this. I did not want to go. I wanted to solve our problems, but I was just so anxious and so nervous and so worried that it even made me feel sick and I felt nauseous and I couldn't eat before I went. Like, I felt horrible. So when I finally got there, we sat outside by her pool and ate some McDonald's fries and we're just talking about TikTok boys or whatever. And when we started talking about us, we realized that we had both been super petty and had misunderstood what the other was saying. And we both thought that the other didn't want to hang out with us. Like, for her, she thought that I didn't want to hang out with her. And I didn't think she wanted to hang out with her. So we both thought, well, if she doesn't want to hang out with me, then I'm not going to hang out with her. Which is so stupid. Please don't do that. And we should have been communicating and talking about it. But we weren't. And you can't change the past. But you can always learn from your mistakes. And at times... This friend breakup was harder for me than my real breakup had been. And I felt like I had no one to talk to about it because she had been my best friend. And she had been like a sister figure to me. And it can make you feel kind of isolated and awkward. And it's especially hard when you're in the same friend group. And since I go to a small private school, my friend group is only four or five people. And our breakup, I guess you could say... It split our friend group in half, and I didn't talk to a few of the girls in the friend group because they were on her side or whatever, which is stupid because why pick sides? Like, that's dumb. You can love both of us equally. And I just think in high school, finding your friends is really weird. And I don't know. I feel like most times, usually your friend group is whoever you're going to school with. And... There's especially a limited selection if you go to private school. And I think there are always cliques in schools, or at least in private schools. I know the Catholic high school in my town, or I'm sure in public schools. I've never gone to a public school, but this is just me making assumptions. You can always correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sorry if I am. But I feel like there's always cliques in high schools. And there are always those super annoying girls that say, oh no, there aren't any cliques, like I'm not in a clique. And I personally feel like those are the most exclusive girls. And that they don't want anyone to be in their group or hang out with their friends. Or they'll get mad if someone in their group hangs out with somebody else. And I don't know, I just think it's weird when your friends are in multiple cliques too and you're only in one because then you don't get invited to a lot of things or at least this has happened to me I know the majority of my friends are in I guess you could say two different groups and I feel bad categorizing everybody but I feel like in high school that's just how it is 
And I don't know, maybe I'm just falling victim to what everyone wants us to believe. But, you know, here we are. That's what we're doing. And yeah, congrats for you if I am. Um, I don't know. And I don't know. I feel like being in only one small little group or having a small little group of friends, I don't really get invited to a lot of things. And I've literally never been to a high school party. And I feel like in movies, they always show high school parties happening all the time. But I have literally never seen one happen. Like, the only parties I know that happen at my school are, like, some prom after party, which is stupid that and only juniors and seniors are allowed to go. It's really dumb. And then also, like, Halloween parties. But I've never seen, like, or at least, I don't know, at my school, there's not, like, a party every weekend or something. And I know, I think this is super funny. My brother's grade, they have parties all the time. And this is class, the class of 23. Holy crap. They have so many parties. Or at least the boys in my brother's grade, they're literally insane. And I don't know, my grade at my school is just super innocent and pretty boring. And we don't really do any fun things like that or big get-togethers. I feel like that was probably because most people in our grade don't like each other secretly on the low, but not really because everybody knows it. And trying to fit into a specific group can be really confusing and just hard and overall overwhelming. And related to like overwhelm, I think, is anxiety. And before I get into talking about this, I just wanted to say that I've never been diagnosed with anxiety by a doctor. This is just my assumption based on what my dad says, who's a doctor, and he says I show signs of OCD, but I've never been prescribed medication for it or talked to a therapist about it. So please don't get triggered and say she doesn't actually have anxiety because I don't know, I might not. I just sometimes get anxious feelings or I don't know, I guess you could call it nervous feelings or nerves, extreme nerves. I, I don't know, and if your anxiety is triggered by listening to others or talking about it, then you might want to skip over this part of the episode. I don't know, it probably should be pretty quick. I don't think I'll, actually, I might talk about it for a while. Yeah, so I might be talking about it for a while. I was about to say, no, I don't think I'll be talking about it that much. Um, Maybe just a little bit? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Okay, so now that we've got that out of the way I just want to say please don't come at me and say my anxiety isn't real and maybe anxiety isn't the right word to use here and it might be a little extreme but I don't know how else to describe it because I don't feel like nerves or being nervous is strong enough to describe how I feel and I don't know and this is just how I feel and your version of anxiety might be more or less extreme and I don't think there's a reason why we should discredit how anyone personally feels because we don't actually know, so we can't really make that assumption. Okay, thanks for listening to my TED Talk. Okay. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Please don't leave. I'm not actually ending this episode. Sorry if that was confusing. Um, But also, since we're kind of in the middle of this episode, I guess, honestly, I don't even know how much time has passed. It might just be like five minutes. I'm like, yeah, we're in the middle of the episode, guys. I don't know. I have a bad concept of time. So just don't forget to leave a review, subscribe, follow, do all the things. Again, if you haven't had any water today, 
drink some water, girl. Hydrate, 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 hydrate or dehydrate, as they would say. I don't know. People said that at my camp in Massachusetts. I was just going to say in Massachusetts, but I don't know if that's a thing. I don't, I don't want to just say that, but yeah, be, mm, no, that wouldn't work. Never mind. I did not say that. Cut that out. And I would say that I'm an ambivert, I guess, but I would say I'm definitely more introverted than extroverted, probably like an 80-20, but I don't, Again, I don't really like labels. I don't just saying I'm just one thing. I can be multiple things. I don't have to fit in a box. And I don't know. But personally for me, social events really make me feel drained. And like I'm not myself. And that I need to take a nap or just leave or whatever. I don't know. And I just need to spend some time by myself. And I like doing like activities by myself like I guess this podcast or my blog or I don't know yoga meditation whatever I just like doing activities alone and I mean I can do group activities they're just I don't like to do them all the time and I think a lot of times when people hear that I like to spend time alone they just assume that I don't like them or I don't want to hang out with my friends but honestly just doesn't make me feel good to be around people all the time and it just makes me super tired and not feel like myself and I really just like the peace and quiet which is super funny because all my friends are like so so loud and talk all the time which I love them so much but it's like just the opposite of everything that I like and I don't know but I love them they're great and I actually I think this is really funny but I made a rule with my friends, that I can only hang out with them one time per week, and I was saying this as a joke, but they took it seriously, and I think they got mad at me, but I, (laughs) oh, I thought it was funny, I don't know if anyone else thought it was funny, and this just goes with, I'm kind of awkward, guys, I don't know if you can tell, uh, yeah, um, super cringy, oh, what was that, okay, I'm kind of awkward. Social situations, I don't really know how to act. And I can kind of get weird, I guess. I don't know. Sometimes I think I try to overcompensate. And I don't know how to explain this, but I just think sometimes I can get a little little strange. And my sister is the one who first told me that I was pretty awkward in social situations. Which honestly really hurt my feelings because I had never realized it and no one had said anything about it to me. So I was, I, I was like, mm, no I'm not, you're making it up. But also, I don't know, she could be right and, but I don't know, she could also be saying this because I think she's really insecure about herself because we have the same friends and I don't, and I think that she doesn't want them to like me more than her since we all hang out with them together. And I feel like she always has to fight to try to be better than me or to get more attention than me. Since we're twins, I understand, and I think that can be hard. But it's just, honestly, some of the things she says can be really hurtful. But I still love her, and this is not me throwing shade at my sister. This is just, I guess you could say, my analysis. I don't know if you know this, but in college, I'm really wanting to major in psychology at the moment. So... 
I guess this is kind of like that. I don't know. I just try to make assumptions based on what I know or like try to figure out why someone did the things they did, which I think is really interesting. And but also, I don't know. College is a whole nother topic. It's so overwhelming. And I recently listened to an episode from Girl Meets Podcast about college, college decisions, and just like the uncertainty of the future. And it was super relatable. And I'll make sure to link it in the description below so you can check it out because it's super good and I really enjoyed it. And this is just going back to anxiety, but my anxious feelings can often come out as physical feelings and my thoughts can literally make me physically sick and I'll get super hot, pretty lightheaded and really nauseous. It's always nausea and I often feel like I'm nauseous more than the normal person and I've even had to cancel some plans because I felt so sick or like I was going to throw up and that I couldn't go And I think this is just my body's way of self-sabotage because I guess if it thinks that I'm worried about something that I shouldn't have to deal with that hardship or something. I don't know, but I just get super nauseous. Even with like little things like going out to see friends and like really people that I'm close to, which I think is super strange because even with the people I feel comfortable with, I still get anxious about hanging out with them or like driving in the car I get like worried about it like am I going to the right place am I doing the right thing am I wearing something that's cute I don't know there's so many thoughts going around in my head and I feel like I just never stop thinking and I know that I'm not anxious to see them it's just more like this actual social situation and the aspect of having to be in a social situation puts me on edge and makes me really uncomfortable and Sometimes I will literally get so nervous that I can't eat, which is super annoying, especially if I'm going out to dinner with some friends or like a guy or something. And I know when I was dating my boyfriend, even months into it, I would be so anxious and I literally could not eat because I would just be so anxious. And people literally thought I was pregnant for this, which is stupid because that never happened. But... um, anyways but I would just get so anxious and work get myself so worked up and I think this is just because I'm a big overthinker I just mull things over in my mind like chew them over I don't know if mole is even a word I'm gonna look it up later it definitely isn't and I'm just making crap up but um, I don't know just like chew things over things just keep going in my head like they're circling they just keep going and I keep imagining the worst possible outcome and yet even though I get these feelings I get FOMO if I don't go and if you don't know what FOMO is that's just the fear of missing out so if I don't go I just feel like I'm missing something so I should be going and I should want to be there and I should go but also I feel sick I feel nauseous and I'm nervous and I'm shaky And I don't know if I mentioned this in some of my physical feelings, but often I get really shaky. I get chills. I I don't know. It's just, I think it's super weird. Um, Some of you listening are probably like, oh my God, she's so weird. And I don't know, maybe you could relate. I hope not because it honestly, it just feels horrible. And, but I think social anxiety is really real. 
and I listened to an episode from the Call Me Candid podcast where they talked about their anxiety and they both talked about social anxiety and I think it's just we can all relate to it in some sort of way and I don't think it's just one size fits all I think some people it's more extreme for them while others it's a bit more minor and for me when I hang out with someone excuses are just in my nature and my friends often make fun of me because they say that I never want to hang out with them. When in all actuality, I just get too anxious to go. And I do want to go. I do want to hang out. I do want to go on a hike. I want to go to the park. I want to go out to dinner. I do. It's just, I get so anxious. And before I even think, oh, this would be fun. My first thought is, how can I get out? Of, how can I get out of this? What do I have planned? Or what can I plan over this so I don't have to go? And that's just really horrible. And I just feel so bad because I'm being so flaky. But I know that once I get there, that I'll have fun. But my thought process in the moment is nothing like that. Like, I do not think that way. My first thought is, how do I get out of this? When it comes to fight or flight in a social situation, I'm 100% flight in all social situations. I just want to get out, go home, go to my room, and not interact, which is really bad. And I think this has led to just some loneliness, specifically this year and isolation. And this year I've struggled more than I ever really have with negative thoughts and feelings. And I wouldn't really say it's depression, but I don't know, it might be something along those lines. And this winter I really just felt useless and like my life had no purpose and I often questioned why I was here and I think that was because I just felt so alone and so isolated even though when I was around people I just felt like I was all alone. I could be at the dinner table with my family and I would think I'm all alone. I'm all by myself. There's no one I can talk to. There's no one I there's no reason I'm supposed to be here. I'm just going through school. I'm just going through the motions and I don't know, I just felt like I was watching a video of myself or watching myself from above and that I wasn't actually here. And I don't know, I feel like I talked about this in the past episode, but I don't remember. So sorry if I'm repeating myself. I know that it's probably really annoying, not trying to, but I apologize. And as I said, my friend group this year was split in half because of the friend breakup I had with Adalia. And this made me feel super isolated and I didn't know how to talk to and people were choosing sides. It was just super weird and uncomfortable and I had friends that felt like they couldn't talk to me because they were friends with the doll yet which was really painful to deal with because I loved these girls and I wanted to hang out with them and I wanted to be with them but I just felt by myself literally and mentally and I fell into the tr- this trap of mental isolation but I was also pretty pretty physically isolated too and this year I was purposely left out multiple times and I remember a specific instance when my friends were talking right next to me we have at our school like these locker pods which I guess you could just think of them like rows of lockers but and I was sitting on the ground I was just finishing up some homework or whatever and they were just standing above me standing I don't know to the side maybe and they were talking they were like oh do you guys want to go upstairs to sit and talk And they were all like, yeah, yeah, let's go. And they asked everybody except for me. And it just, they just got up and left. 
and it really hurt my feelings and I just felt invisible. And sometimes I've even questioned if I'm actually there because I know people ignore me a lot or they don't think what I have to say is valuable enough. And I don't know, or sometimes I'll send a text and no one will will respond and I'll be like, oh, did they not get my text? Like in group chats, that happens all the time and I know people don't mean it. It's just, it's really hurtful and it can hurt my feelings. And I just think it's weird because I often have these out-of-body experiences where I'm looking down and I see myself all alone and I'm wondering, I'm like, who is that? Like, I don't know who she is. And I remember this year, I often walked around school with headphones because I didn't know who to talk to. And I would just walk up and down the hallways because all my friends were ignoring me and I didn't have anyone to talk to. And yes, I know that I could have reached out and talked to them. I could have done a lot of things differently. But again, I can't change anything that happened in the past. Now I'm doing much better. And I don't know. It was just a really hard time for me. And I was confused and didn't know where to turn. And my family members also didn't make it much better. And specifically, my sister. She kept telling me that I had no friends. And that no one liked me. And that everyone thought that I was a bee. And... Also, I'm trying not to curse on this episode because I feel bad. And especially if I have someone younger listening. But you know what I mean. I, was, I She told me that I was a B word. That I came off as mean. And this kept making me think like that. And I thought, well, if people think that, then I should just act that way. And, and she also, my sister made fun of me for not talking to Adalia anymore. And she said that I sucked. And that it was all my fault that I wasn't talking to her And there was lots of just verbal abuse that really hurt me. And I know she didn't mean it, but it still hurt. It still stung. And she, I think, doesn't understand the power of her words and the power of what she says. And I think this often leads people to think that she doesn't understand emotions completely. And I don't think she realizes her impact on others or that what she says actually matters. What she says actually affects how other people feel, that she can influence someone's emotions. And I don't know. I just don't think she truly completely understands emotions. And I know my family has talked about this a lot. And she might have something. I don't know what it is. But she's never been really able to understand emotions. Or she hurts someone's feelings. She thinks they're just being too sensitive. And she doesn't understand why that was mean. Which is really hard to deal with as a more sensitive person. And whenever I tell something her something that hurts my feelings, she just laughs and says I'm being sensitive. Even though it actually did. And I'm trying to be honest. Trying to tell her, hey... What you did wasn't right, and it hurt my feelings. Please change this in the future. But she doesn't accept it, and that's just really hard for me to deal with. But, guys, high school is hard. It really is. Middle school is, too. It's a confusing time, and the people that are in your life right now aren't going to be in your life forever, and you're most likely going to lose contact with them in college. And this isn't going to say that you and your best friend aren't going to talk in college. Because, I mean, if you really love each other, you really love hanging out, then maybe you will. But the majority of friendships aren't going to last. And it's important to remember that friendships are work, too. They're a relationship that needs nourishment and care. So don't neglect them. And maybe this will prevent you from having your own friend breakup. And also, it's important to remember to have good communication with your friends. Communication isn't just something you need to have with your parents 
or your significant other. It's something you need to have with everyone, especially your closest friends. This, I think, will also prevent you from having a mega friend breakout or a mega or something that just blows up in your face. And just remember that it's okay to have fights with your friends. I mean, you don't have to lie to them and tell them something doesn't hurt your feelings. Something hurts your feelings and tell them and don't let it pester over time or I don't, fester. Oh my God, I said pester. Oh my God. Guys, I literally can't do English. Oh my God. But don't let it fester over time and get worse. Just attack it at the source, okay? Just acknowledge it. Tell them what's bothering you and don't let it just get worse. Also, it's important to remember to check up on your friends because they might be struggling in silence. Even the ones that seem strong are the ones that always help others when they're struggling. Check up on them too. And because they need it. Maybe there's no one that's checking up on them and they're checking up on everybody else and they need someone to check up on them too. And also don't feel guilty about taking time for yourself and not hanging out with everyone all the time. You don't have to be there every time your friends hang out. You don't have to go every time, but it's also important not to just isolate yourself and to maybe put yourself out of your comfort zone. Try hanging out more times than you should, but you don't have to go to every event. You don't have to do everything. It's okay to take breaks, to take time to yourself. The importance is balance, and balance is key in everything, and I feel like this is a common theme that goes through a lot of my episodes. It's just balance is key. And and how remember that how you feel is valid, and don't let anyone tell you otherwise. If someone's telling you how you feel mentally, maybe you have some mental illness, I don't know, maybe you have, feel like you have depression or anxiety or I don't know, something, and someone's telling you that's not valid because that's not what theirs is like or, oh, yours isn't as bad as mine, just know your feelings are valid. How you feel is valid. What someone else says about it is not. I mean, you know how you feel. Don't let anyone else try to influence that or tell you that's not how you feel when you, in all actuality, that's how you do. And I just want to end this by saying that I love you, that I'm so glad that you have listened and made it to the end of this episode. And also, I know this is titled Friends and Friendships, but often I felt like during most of this, it was mostly about anxiety which and loneliness, but I just feel like that just coincides with friendship and especially the experience you'll have, or at least I had during high school. It's just things that happen during life is that we don't always have strong friend or a strong group of friends which just makes it that we need to learn more about ourselves and be more in tune with how we feel ourselves and I think that's really important and I think I go more into that into the previous episode about self-confidence so if you're interested in that then I definitely suggest listening if you haven't already and just to end this out with some few closing reminders remember to check out my blog caracarmen.com It'll be linked in the description. And also don't forget to join my newsletter. I send out an email every Sunday and it's just super fun. I give you updates on everything I've posted this week and just on what's been going on this week. My few favorite things of the week, maybe a book I'm reading, a song I'm listening to, or a blogger or podcaster that I'm really interested in. And so, yeah, I think you would really enjoy that. And if you ever need me or need anything, you can always send me emails at thegirlygirlpodcast at gmail.com. 
or you can also DM me at the Girly Girl Podcast. And again, everything will be linked down below, but if you don't remember, pretty much everything is just the Girly Girl Podcast. And please send me an email or DM if you have questions or need advice for something or have a suggestion for future episodes or have something that you need to correct me on. Maybe it's like when I said pester instead of fester. I mean, I don't know. Honestly, whatever. You can let me know. Constructive criticism is always welcome. And yeah, just contact me and I'd love to chat. And I know I say this every episode, but I really want to start doing personal advice segments. So if you need help with anything, just send me an email or a DM and I can discuss it anonymously. And you can also send an audio clip describing your situation in under one minute if you want your voice to be featured on one of these episodes, which I think would be pretty cool. And I would definitely want to do that. But I don't know, maybe if you don't want people to recognize who you are, then you can always just send me a typed message and I won't say your name and everything will be confidential. But if you want to send an audio clip, there is a link in the description below that'll, I think it just says send audio messages. Or if you don't have that link or don't see it for some reason, you can also click the episodes link and then there's going to be a button that says send send messages. And again, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast or follow it, whatever, so you can stay updated whenever I post, which again is every Monday. And leave a review down below if you enjoyed today's episode or if you found something relatable or maybe it brought up some questions you had. And yeah, I hope that you have a super amazing week. I'll be thinking about all of y'all. I hope school is going well. And I can't wait to chat with some of you guys this week in DMs or email. So bye, girly girls, and I'll see you next week. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist, and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now, you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. For the perfect last-minute gift, check out Spa Finder. With Spa Finder, send a relaxing spa treatment straight to their inbox without leaving the house. Gift cards can be redeemed in-store at thousands of spas and salons nationwide or online at the Spa Finder Wellness Shop. Spa Finder gift cards contain no fees and never expire, making it a perfect gift you can't go wrong with. Go to spafinder.com podcast15 to save 15% or enter the promo code podcast15 at checkout.